Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. The concerns of a possible recession loom large on the horizon. In fact, the recent banking turmoil with several lenders collapsing, the stock market has become more sensitive and reactive, and more investors are now reevaluating their investment portfolios to mitigate the effects of market volatility. So, what are some of the considerations, and how can retail investors like me and you prepare their portfolios? For the current investment climate, well, joining us on the phone today to tell us more is Eric Lee, who's a wealth manager at Philip Capital. Hi, Eric. Welcome to the show. Hi, Hong Ping. Uh, thanks for the invitation. Thank you for joining me today. Okay, so you know, why are we in the state of market volatility? I mean, what factors are moving markets so that it's so volatile? Mm. I think one thing is that for us to take note is that the market is always in a state of volatility, mm-hmm. and that's how uh, it gave us an opportunity to uh, buy shares at a low price and sell shares at a uh, sell our investment at a higher price. But possibly uh, one of the factors that investors may feel that market is particularly volatile now mm-hmm. is probably because of the conflicting news that uh, we are often getting lately. Uh, regarding the state of the economy. Mm. Uh, we can be seeing that the market reacting a certain way and the economic news uh, giving us different data points pointing towards growth, sometimes pointing towards growth and sometimes pointing towards uh, recession. Mm-hmm. And even just uh, recently, um, back in March, during his Congress hearing, the Federal Reserve announced that they may the interest rate is not uh, high enough and mm-hmm. they want to increase some more. So that really caused uh, jitters in the market. But shortly after that, we will have the news of the um, Silicon Valley Bank and Credit Suisse collapse. Mm-hmm. And that also um, then caused the regulators to sort of uh, reverse uh, what they have stated regarding the uh, tightening policy. Sure. And so I think these are the various factors that really cause the market to be in this state of volatility and also causing uh, more question marks uh, to investors. Okay, okay. So, I mean, how bad is this current market volatility? Is this something that we've seen before? Um, okay, I probably would not think of it as being uh, good or bad. Uh, mm-hmm. It can be both good and bad. It really depends on our perspective. I'm sure to a short-term uh, trader, volatility is good, right? Uh, they mm-hmm. get more opportunities to um, get in and get out of the market. Right. Uh, to the long-term investors, it really also depends on the stage of uh, our life. Uh, to the young, volatility is good because uh, if there's a downswing, it actually helps them to be able to find to very attractive investment at an uh, attractive valuation. Okay. But perhaps to those who are in the stage of um, maybe going closing towards uh, retirement, uh, they will then probably do not like the volatility mm-hmm. uh, as they probably will need to, to use the fund for the retirement use. As of the market, current market volatility right now, mm-hmm. I actually think that um, the volatility is quite manageable. Mm. Right? Um, it's not particularly volatile and uh, in fact, uh, if you were to refer to the VIX index, mm-hmm. uh, which is a commonly uh, referred to index when it comes to following the market volatility, it's currently trading at a 52 weeks low. Mm. So uh, not really pointing towards uh, uh, high volatility market mm. condition. Okay, okay. So how does the current investment climate differ from the market conditions we have experienced over the last few years? Mm, okay, I think in the sense globally, uh, what happened two years ago uh, 
uh, in, uh, in terms of the COVID-19 pandemic has really significantly impacted the investment climate and mm. market condition. So we all know that what, ha- what has happened and then how the uh, regulators and how governments uh, o- over the world has uh, responded to this pandemic. And then um, we, they responded by with uh, unprecedented levels of monetary and fiscal stimulus, mm. uh, stimulus to support the economy and the financial markets. Mm. And, uh, and because of all these um, le- uh, levels of uh, policy, there are certain sectors that actually get to uh, benefit from it, like the technology and healthcare, have performed relatively well uh, during the 2020 to 2021 period. And uh, well, uh, other sectors like the travel, hospitality and energy uh, really struggled during, during these two years. But mm-hmm. now that um, the COVID-19 has uh, been tra- is transiting to endemic stage, we're actually seeing the reverse. Like mm-hmm. We're seeing that the technology is not doing so well. And the travel, the hospitality, hospitality and the energy sectors are doing relatively well. Mm. So uh, recently, uh, with all that has been going on, uh, the market has been uh, more or less expecting the Fed to come to the close or reaching the close uh, of the uh, interest rate hike. Mm-hmm. So uh, perhaps the, the, the wind of change will affect the market again mm-hmm. and then uh, probably uh, moving away from the hospitality energy and probably towards, uh, back to technology again, especially mm-hmm. if the Fed were to start to, to lower the interest rate. I see, I see. Then, do retail investors need to make a concerted effort to respond to the prospect of market volatility then? Yes, I think uh, retail investors, mm-hmm. one way they can respond is by diversifying their portfolios. Okay. And especially if they are focusing more on the long-term investing. Mm-hmm. So they can do so by investing in the mix of uh, different asset classes and industries. Mm. And they can also this can also help to spread their risk and potentially reduce the impact of the market volatility on their overall portfolio. Mm, so right. they can uh, also do so, uh, you know, by by diversifying. They can also help them to avoid uh, making emotional decisions, mm-hmm. right? So always and so that it will not knee-jerk to whatever news or, or, or rumors that comes along. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will then cause them to deviate from their trading plan. Okay, okay. I mean, diversifying your portfolio is very important, but how can investors review their portfolios to prepare themselves for the prospect of market volatility then? Hmm. Uh, okay, I think one way to do so is, of course, um, if the investor do not have the time to do so, mm. then they can engage uh, financial professionals to discuss with them on their investment goal or, or rather on their financial goal as a whole. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, they can then uh, probably draft out uh, investment plan and be diligent in following the plan. Don't deviate from it. I mean, there may be one or two down here uh, because of market condition, mm. uh, but uh, don't be affected by what's going on. You know, uh, over in the long term, uh, the uh, assets, like financial assets, like stocks and fiscal um, uh, uh, assets, like property, Mm-hmm. Uh, this will, will definitely do well over in the long term. Okay, okay. And what are some of the sectors then that are considered fairly safe during this time of market volatility? Maybe some of the sectors that uh, investors can take a note of to add into their portfolio? Mm, I think um, traditionally, of course, um, defensive sectors that we are, the market always refer to mm-hmm. are the consumer staples, the utilities, and uh, healthcare, and also um 
for those investors who are looking for uh, income, mm-hmm. then they can also consider uh, real estate investment trust, okay. who will then be um, providing them with uh, regular income. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those who are uh, probably a little bit more uh, long-term minded, uh, we, can, we should not um, forget about technology stocks as well. Mm. Especially, I think, um, you know, uh, there's been lots of talk about the chat GPT, about uh, AI, and, um, and even for the, uh, the EV and uh, this um, renewable energy, these are still ongoing uh, technology change. Uh, we have not really fully come, uh, the, the, I think the economy hasn't really uh, come to see mm-hmm. uh, the maturity of these sectors as well. And going forward, um, definitely these are the sectors that will continue to cause uh, to, to change in the way we live, the way we work. Okay. So uh, those who can have a little bit more uh, longer time frame mm-hmm. and uh, can take a little bit more volatility, mm. they can also consider such uh, uh, investment into the such sector as well. Okay, okay. You know, every investor have their own risk tolerance and we hear experts saying you need to follow your risk tolerance, you need to determine your risk tolerance in order to prepare your portfolio. So how exactly can investors determine their risk tolerance and ensure that their portfolios are appropriately diversified according to that? Okay, one very layman uh, way of doing it is that to be able to invest and have a good night's sleep. <laughs> so if you find yourself uh, buying some investment and then you can't help but think about it, yeah. uh, wake up in the middle of the night to check your phone and how's the share price doing. And then, you don't want to stay up all night, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so in, in in that in that sense, I think um, every investor will have a sleep different sleep number. <laughs> Some uh, who are more risk adverse uh, will probably need a number that is much lower. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is something that I mean, uh, speaking to a financial uh, professional will help. You mm-hmm. know, especially they have the tools uh, to help you run through your finances. But ultimately, it all boils down to individual investors mm-hmm. uh, to, to work it out themselves on the, the right mix of mm-hmm. uh, investment. Yeah. Right, right. So, I mean, you've, you've mentioned that you should speak to, you know, financial experts if you really don't know what to do. So how do financial houses like Philip Capital help clients optimize their investment portfolios to suit their investment goals and strategy? Yeah, um, financial houses like Philip leverage on uh, various tools and techniques mm-hmm. to offer clients uh, customized uh, investment advice and management mm-hmm. that will align to their investment goals and strategies. Mm-hmm. So um, some key areas that Philip Capital focus on is like, for example, um, uh, investment analysis. Mm. So a professional will take time to analyze the investor's uh, current portfolio and determine if it's appropriately diversified and if it aligns with the investment goal. Mm-hmm. So And also uh, in terms of uh, asset allocation, mm. we work closely with the investors to determine the appropriate uh, allocation to the portfolio. Uh, we share our, our, our knowledge and share our view uh, so that to help them understand the potential risk in these various uh, assets that they invest in mm-hmm. and uh, also uh, to help them to select out of the uh, products out there uh, mm-hmm. what is the right mix like this mix of could include stocks, bonds, uh, mutual funds or exchange traded uh, funds mm. uh, and, and some alternative investments uh, maybe like the uh, cryptocurrencies for those who are game for it as well. Okay, okay. Well, thank you so much, Eric, for your time and your insights today. Yeah, no, no, thanks a lot. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you. We've been speaking with Eric Lee, who's the wealth manager at Philip Capital. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg.
or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.